0: Hi everyone and welcome back to another really exciting episode of voice of crypto today we have with us russell bundy who is the president and founder of mad bob hey russell it's great to have you on our show today how are you doing
1: thank you for having me on the show and uh, i'm good and just uh just to quickly say i'm the president and ceo by the way uh just just a little bit of clarification but it's okay don't worry (laughs) yeah
0: i'm sure your linkedin said otherwise Gotta stick yeah to <laughs> yeah
1: I, yeah yeah the the thing is my titles have been mixing up a little bit recently but yeah, um, yeah technically I am the founder but it Okay. Doesn't really matter.
0: Doesn't matter I'm sure. No. So tell us more about Madbop about yourself what you're up to currently what sort of projects are you involved with?
1: Oh, a lot of questions there. Um about <laughs> Mad Um so Madbop is a a women-centric NFT music platform. So basically we're focused on uh, women musicians specifically, Super. and um, we're basically uh, empowering women in the music industry specifically um, because they have a lot of issues such as like mm-hmm. uh, ageism, sexism, harassment forced um, to look good, there's so many issues that women are facing within the mm-hmm. music industry um, and the stats are that you know women are only account for like 21% of the total artists in the music industry mm-hmm. um, and it's been that way for like decades so yeah. And the reasons for that are just basically the reasons what I said before. Mm. So what we're doing uh, specifically in, in Web three is solving those issues um, with obviously the blockchain technology yeah. and providing like a safe uh, space and environment uh, for women artists and or should I say women creators in general in the music industry um, and yeah. with your producer and all that um, to come to to be able to become a part of like a safe community, also mm-hmm. get a load of support and our services behind the scenes as well um also sell your own nfts on the platform directly to your fans um so that you can um obviously earn money directly from your fans and um Mm -hmm. get support from them and build your own communities and stuff as well there's a lot of things we do Mm -hmm. um but that's kind of like a summary so to speak um and and the problem that we are genuinely solving behind mad bob as well so
0: oh sounds good so is apart from mad bob are there any other projects that you're involved with
1: oh god uh <laughs> always um, a
0: tricky question to answer <laughs> then,
1: um ndas and all that um yeah I, I, I will say um i don't know if i'm allowed to say to be honest with you <laughs> i would rather not uh let's That's just okay. say, let's just say that we're we're doing uh something massive behind the scenes and Ooh. um um just Basically, watch this space, kind of thing. Um, right,
0: <laughs> your communities awesome. so, yeah. are waiting eagerly. I'm sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and and there's a few um few big people that work with. So anyway, I don't want to say too much. So yeah.
0: Okay, that that sounds good. So you also host a podcast, if I'm not wrong.
1: Yes. So I um I run a women in music pod, a podcast right. um specifically to uh, discuss uh issues and topics uh, around uh, what women face inside the music industry. Mm-hmm. And um, myself, and Mariana, um, she was originally my co-host and we were doing it together. Um, she has recently left though, um, about yeah. a month or so ago, because she uh, she's doing her own thing now um, with um, like doing like uh, festivals and Web3 and stuff like that. Very that interesting is. what she's doing. Um, yeah. Very like futuristic stuff on the festival side over yeah. in Brazil. Mm-hmm. so because of that and because she's very busy now um i'm basically looking to find a new co-host now um <laughs> for the podcast and then we'll start them oh, wow. up again um right. in the new year so that's why we haven't done any podcasts on okay. there. For a right, while. right. So, yeah
0: sounds, sounds pretty good so have you had any interesting guests any big names on your podcast
1: um my favorite one uh was jess from sogo world okay. um amazing lady um she's very inspirational um mm-hmm. and um yeah i'll say like she's mostly my favorite if i'm being biased a lot of it um but also i do you know what? i actually really love mariana because she yeah. has a very unique perspective on everything inside yeah. the music industry because she was heavily in the dj scene with all guys mm-hmm. and everything so she's mm. experienced a lot herself so yeah. um, that is
0: pr- predominantly a male dominated arena right yeah with the dj yeah. industry mm. Yeah. Um, pivoting back to web three, uh, what triggered you to enter this space? And I'm sure, uh, or we like to say web two and web three, so I'm sure you must have had a career before you moved into this space. So, what were you doing before you were you basically entered the web three space? And uh, what was that one trigger that sort of drifted you into this space?
1: Um, I mean, before okay, so before um, I did Mad Bop, I originally had an e-commerce business, um, Mm -hmm. and I did that for about five years. um, And I just happened to kind of fall on NFTs accidentally because I was part of this Discord community, and they told me to go to (laughs) NBA Top Shot, and I'm like, "What is NBA Top Shot? I have no idea." And and like,
0: data, right you had no idea about it back then this is
1: like this is like october 2020 so mm-hmm. um you know no one knew about it like it wasn't even really didn't even pick up popularity yeah, really, January, right. february in february 2021 so mm-hmm. that was like just purchase a pack and you'll be fine so i was like all right anyway <laughs> so i purchased my first um pack for wow. nine dollars and uh, opened it up and i was like i have no idea there's anything in it so i shared the the thing with the community i was like is there any decent ones in here yeah. And like, are you joking? You just scored the ace. I'm like, what? And then like it's like a one-of-one, one, um, like limited edition kind of NBA wow. um, MBA card. And um basically it was worth about fifteen hundred dollars at the Ooh. time. So <laughs> big I money. Was
0: like,
1: I was like nine dollars into fifteen hundred dollars. you kidding me? I'm like, this is brilliant. When was this when I needed it?
0: Probably more than what your e-commerce company made you <laughs>
1: I know, right? Like, oh my god. Yeah. So well, I I literally fell in love with NFTs after that. And yeah. um I literally researched every single thing about them over the course of six months. Like, you know, what's what's a custodial wallet, non-custodial <laughs> wallet, like what's hard wallet, soft wallet, you know, also cold wallet. Um, you know, what's um uh yeah like the different terms and stuff like like minting right. and all this sort of stuff like what, mm-hmm. what, is, what is all these things gas fees yeah. I mean, you, don't put, you <laughs> don't put gas in a gas in like an nft like what
0: mm-hmm. so
1: i had to kind of learn all all that jargon um and um over the course of six months i kind of thought okay can this be used for creatives like as in can they be can this be used in the music industry because obviously my background's yeah. in radio before i did mm-hmm. e-commerce business right and i even owned my own radio station for two years so i was like mm-hmm this must be able to use for music. So wow. that's when I kind of jumped into Mad Mop, started the company. Um, and then I basically spent an entire year on Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> um, I spent an entire year on Clubhouse, basically talking to people, researching. Yeah. I, I even trained like God knows how many musicians <laughs> into the space. Um, I, I, I got some of the biggest people that are on Clubhouse, wow. one of the biggest people on Clubhouse um, into NFTs. And I originally taught them how to do it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I was in the cryptocurrency rooms. I spent God thousands of hours on Clubhouse, <laughs> living on there.
0: Wow. Um,
1: and then yeah, that's when the kind of the world turned upside down. I did Metaverse events and right. yeah, it's uh, it was <laughs> it, it's been a fun journey. Must, uh, must have been pretty
0: exciting. Days. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. While there are quite a few intriguing. In fact, the entire industry, so to say, the sector is in itself very intriguing and new, especially to outsiders. But what is one of the most intriguing things that you find about the metaverse or NFTs?
1: Ooh, good question. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first got in it, it was all to do with like ownership of digital assets because yeah. I was also into kind of like the gaming side of things. I used to play mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. game. So um, owning an digital asset, that that kind of, Intrigued me because I'm like, mm. you know, you can own like weapons and guns and stuff like mm. that like, gun- in games. So that kind of started it, and then the whole kind of authentication as well, like and blockchain being so transparent and right. um, interoperable, and like all these kind of sort of things just mm. kind of intrigued me a lot. Yeah. Um, and I love how close as well, like NFTs and Metaverse, you know, collaborate together because absolutely. If you think about it in simple terms, the metaverse is a game, right? Yeah. And and owning a digital asset inside of a game never been done before. Yeah. So the fact that you can own digital items, have it authenticated, yeah, not be tampered with, changed or anything like that. I was like, Holy crap, like this is a whole <laughs> new a whole new world. So I would yeah. say like the whole the NFT thing really like intrigued me more mm. than anything. Um and then it kind of went into the metaverse, and then because right. I'm a gamer myself anyway, it, it, it kind of became second nature. It was easy for me mm-hmm. um, to jump into games and join yeah. communities and collaborate and do massive parties. And um, that, that's a whole nother story. But yeah,
0: yeah. Wow. the
1: NFT side definitely interested me, for sure.
0: Absolutely. Um Since you mentioned you're a gamer, did you ever play Second Life? If yes, how do you see the difference between Second Life and the metaverse that we're trying to create? Or
1: rather, organisations are. Mm, good question. Um. So I didn't. I. I didn't. I wasn't ever really heavily into Second Life, to be honest with you. I, even I played it a few times. It. It hasn't. Mm-hmm. Wasn't really like my game. Mm-hmm. Um. I played kind of more like um. Riot game stuff like League of Legends. Right. Uh. Or um. You know, like Call of Duty. Um. You know, kind mm-hmm. of stuff like that. Um. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Um. It did. When I kind of went in there and explored it and experienced it for myself, um, like, but this is before NFTs and actual metaverse. Yeah,
0: that was way before that.
1: Um, it was it was a really interesting game. I actually didn't mind kind of like hanging out there and having like yeah. different plans and having like different pets and <laughs> stuff like that, yeah. or going on to like a little you know random dance floor. And <laughs> yeah, and that, like that was fun. It, it, yeah, it's it's a really interesting game. Um, as as obviously, kind of the metaverses become more forward and more advanced and stuff like that, I don't know how Second Life can obviously be, you know, keep up because, exactly. um, because, um, the way in which kind of other metaverses are working is they're allowing you to basically use a metaverse inside your browser. And right. that's one big issue that they have is like you have to download the game and then mm-hmm. play it on your computer to be Absolutely. able to go inside it instead of just me going onto my mobile, like here. And just go, yeah. okay, let me just load up a browser like in cryptovoxels, for example, just identical- getting
0: my metaverse, right.
1: yeah, yeah. so um, so yeah, they definitely need to kind of adapt with the times a lot more. I think they would be I, the only issues is, like I said the graphics and stuff like that most probably with it is mm-hmm. there's a few issues, but second Life overall is a great game. It's a great experience. Absolutely. It's a great It's a great world to to wander right. around an experience, but they just, they just need to get kind <laughs> of like more modern times right. rather than being like five mm.
0: years ago. I'm sure it was revolutionary in the day. I mean, I've played it a couple of times, never really was super interested in it, but I know how the interface looks. And it was, in fact, revolutionary when we were playing it like three, four, five oh, yeah. years ago. But not anymore. It feels like uh, the world has prospered. And while I'm sure it's a great game and people love it out there, I mm. don't know where they're going to go with it, really, with the metaverse in So So,
1: um, I, I just yeah. want, to, I want to jump on that because I think um, Spatule was very interesting. I really, yeah. like how, I, li- I really like how they've done it, um, as in, like, they've kind of done the whole Web 2 to Web 3. You can log mm. into your email, stuff like that. You can just go in there on your browser. You don't have to worry mm. about things. And I think, you know, they're doing it in a very interesting way, and, and they're doing it. And the updates that they're doing as well is really good. Spacials mm-hmm. definitely one to look out for for sure. Okay,
0: sounds great. Um, also, you've been in the music industry before that. You were uh, uh, working on, you were in the radio uh, sector. So yes, with the merge of NFTs, Metaverse, and now we see a lot of musicians are uh, making their own NFTs, they're re- releasing their own NFT collections. Um, do you think that uh, arts and music will one day be completely driven by Web three? Mm
1: -hmm. without a doubt 100% yeah
0: and how do you think that will materialize?
1: uh i think it's going to be a gradual change Um, i don't think it's just going to be instant um a lot of people are used to streaming now so Mm -hmm. it's going to be a change from switching over from streaming to kind of like nfts you know the same as when cds and that you know, it had to transition Absolutely, to right. and, and, and MP3s and then from mm. downloading MP3s to, stream, to streaming. So it's going to be a conversion once again. Mm-hmm. And do I think streaming is going to be extinct? No. Um, yeah. I still think streaming will be around for a long time to come. Right. Uh, but what I think NFTs would be used, it would be a kind of used as an additional source of revenue on mm-hmm. top of the streaming. Because the streaming does not give the revenue that right. you want. But it does give the reach right mm-hmm. as in like Absolutely. if you want people to listen to your music to find out about you and stuff like that boom you're there mm-hmm. um so i think nfts are going to be a core part in offering like digital collectibles special mm-hmm. limited editions stuff like that um unique utilities that can kind of kind of go along with experiences that kind of sort of stuff more than um replacing streaming so i don't think it will replace it um yeah. i think i think it will slow it down but i think nfts have a huge growth, a
0: huge potential go. Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. While the market does look a little shaky now, and people, you know, a lot of mainstream media organizations were saying that NFTs aren't going anywhere, plus, especially with the trading volume down and all, but I don't think that is the case, right? I mean, it's that, just a phase. Lo-
1: that's a load of um, yeah. yes, and uh, simple, yes,
0: terms. <laughs> right, yes,
1: yes. um. And uh, in, in, in honesty, um, even when the down whole downturn was happened in twenty twenty two, there was still the music NFT side was still actually pretty thriving. Like there yeah. was still artists still making mm-hmm. NFTs and stuff. I saw all the stats and everything for the music NFTs, and uh, if you look at the stats, you'll see like people were still making them, still right. going through, still selling, not selling as much. I mean, it did go down By, right. kind of towards the end of the year, but you still saw a lot more people still making them and still. Still kind of going with the time, so absolutely. um yeah, music nfts is not dead at all mm-hmm. 100%. Absolutely. if any if anything, um it has a huge way like to go and yeah. I mean like a massive, massive way to go, mm-hmm. so the huge upside sorry, on yeah. so
0: absolutely, but you know with the mainstream media in place and a lot of people still not knowing about the concept of web three metaverse cryptocurrencies, in fact, in a lot of developing nations the the idea of blockchain the simple differentiation between blockchain cryptocurrencies nfts is not clear so um, mm. there there are a lot of myths around the space so are there any myths that you want to bust on our channel today for our viewers
1: um i mean first of all yes i think it has its own section Metaverse, yeah. metaverse, nfts nfts cryptocurrency cryptocurrency. absolutely can I see the point of view in which people say, oh, NFTs are just as volatile as cryptocurrency? Yeah, I can, you know, mm. because at the end of the day, the market kind of, sort of the secondary market can mm-hmm. like, tends to kind of decide what the mm. resale value is of NFTs. So I can see their point of view. However, NFTs has more of a longevity and it's an asset, right? Mm. Than an actual right. coin, so to speak. Absolutely. So yeah. there's a huge difference between them there. So mm-hmm. um, I guess the myth is um, cryptocurrency and NFTs are not the same, basically, <laughs> and and that you, you you the way to think of an NFT is uh, as a vinyl, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And the cryptocurrency would be like the cash in your wallet, like a pound, <laughs> a dollar, or a euro, right? Yeah, that is an interesting
0: that, analogy. That,
1: that's the that's a distinction. So
0: mm. no, it makes a lot of sense. Um, also like when we do talk about the myths, I I suppose it's important for us to address the demerits as well, right? So every growing technology has its own share of pros and cons. So what do you think are some of the demerits of the metaverse or the Web3 space? Mm. Or you know anything that they need to work on better going forward?
1: Okay, so it's not like just the downsides of metaverse and it's like, um, what do they need to improve on the metaverse to make it better? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I had an interesting experience um, with the last NFT conference I went to. I went and used uh, like this machine thing. I don't know what it was, but basically it was a VR machine, right? And basically you could like run on there and actually play the games and yeah. walk around, and then you'd like sort, fight, and mm-hmm. shoot, and everything like that. Um, so just the metaverse as a whole and kind of my experience, um, it still has a long way to go Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I it needs to have the whole interoperability, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, you know, like how like NFT marketplaces and platforms are coming multi-chain these days. I think right. that's what the, mult- the metaverses need to do as well. Like, mm-hmm. you know, collaborate together, wait kind of like, not one multiverse, but like, um, so metaverse. Um, but kind of like, <laughs> right. be able to be jump to jump from one to another, you know, with your avatars and stuff. So I think yeah, that's gonna be important. Also, the hardware. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I think hardware um there's too many limitations with the hardware right now that needs to improve to right. to be able to expand that so it can allow millions of people in one place rather than just only like a thousand or a couple thousand mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so I think that on the tech side as well needs to improve, improved mm-hmm. and um, I would say the last thing um is the whole um web two to web three thing right allowing people in right. Well, web two is very important. Um, and if you and if you want adoption to happen, you, you need to be able to convert those web two into web three people, right? Definitely, definitely. So um so yeah, I think that would be like the third one is making it kind of user-friendly and the user experience as right. as possible so that people can just be able to jump in seamlessly without having to you know Absolutely. worry about learning what a wallet is. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, you know, it makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Um so I'd say those are the three improvements right. um and what i i guess what i don't like about miller versus two is um or one thing that i am kind of worried about is um is it's going to make people want to be online a lot more right yeah. basically it might take a lot of people are saying xr is going to be the next thing mm-hmm. right because it's going to yeah. be mixed with physical and digital which i get i percent yeah. agree with that but eventually it might get to the point where we're just living in the virtual world completely mm. and then we're just completely gone yeah
0: on all those black mirror episodes turning into reality
1: so yeah that's my that's my only concern is yeah. everything and i know we're we're in a digital world and a lot of people are digital on mobile phones and everything yeah i get it. Mm-hmm. um but i'm just worried about um everything becoming digital um yeah. and um you know no one wants to like go to like the pub anymore?
0: So a real party for it. Yeah, yeah,
1: like yeah. an actual physical world event, you know, mm-hmm. because that cannot be replicated or replaced with the metaverse. Absolutely. Right? So, Absolutely. yeah, that's my only concern—is that mm. really?
0: But uh, to be honest, I mean, we've said it for a lot of technologies, right? When uh, news became digital, people said that newspapers would cease to exist, but that never happened. I feel like there there'll always be a thing about being in the physical world that will attract people. But mm,
1: I think that's where XR would come in. Yeah. Right, just, absolutely. Um, but VR and stuff like that, you know, yeah. when you're like in clothes. And mm-hmm. I mean, after being on that machine for like 20 minutes, I felt sick. Like I come off the machine. I, I know, was like, I
0: know. yeah. After so, a while, you just can't bear it.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, so I had another question for you. You are the CEO and president of a Web3 firm and, um, You've had a decent share of experience in this space. But a lot of people say, and I do tend to agree with it, that there's a lot of noise in the market right now because the sector is blooming. A lot of people are entering this space and there are a lot of new businesses, startups happening. In fact, most of the businesses in this space at this point are startups, right? They're not that Mm -hmm. old anyway. Mm -hmm. So what do you think differentiates a good Web3 startup from, uh, let's say, noise and a startup that, People shouldn't invest in or shouldn't look forward to.
1: Interesting question. Um, I mean, first of all, I just want to clarify: Madbop is still at the startup stage, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, Most
0: organizations, so, are,
1: so, the specs
0: isn't that old, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I just wanted to kind of clarify that I'm right. not like a massive like dude who's like you know a massive <laughs> company or anything. But, anyways, um, what 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 do I think is a good Web three startup? Um. To be honest it has to be something that either is like improving the web three space or solving a problem right absolutely bottom line that's it It doesn't (laughs) matter what what i don't care what it is right yeah if if you're not solving a problem or you're not improving something Mm -hmm. in the industry there's no point right because at the end of the day the the customers come first so the differentiation is something that actually does something for the customers and actually solves the actual problem not Not like, oh, hey, I'm just building like this marketplace, and it's like, okay, well, there's like 200 <laughs> marketplaces. Exactly. Oh yeah, but we're doing the same as OpenSea. I'm like, yeah, there's already OpenSea for that. Mm-hmm. So like, why would I want to go to yours over OpenSea? So um, the differentiation is it has to be something that stands out mm-hmm. um, and it's, like is actually solving a genuine problem. Like you know, what Madop is. You know, Madop's create. You know actually genuinely solving right women's problems inside yes, the there's a
0: social impact that your company aims to create right so above all yeah. standing for the cause
1: <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and at the end of the day we also just want to help women in any way we possibly can right. that's why we offer like numerous services behind the scenes but also helping them to become part of our community so they can collaborate with other artists and that inside of that and also bring all their fans in there but also to help them improve their own communities, you know, on Instagram, you know, Snapchat, TikTok, all that sort of stuff yeah, too. right. So so there's a, there's a kind of, it's Mountedbop's kind of multi-layered, but mm-hmm. the point is, is we're solving a genuine problem
0: mm-hmm. and
1: that's what other companies need to do.
0: Absolutely, couldn't agree more. Um, this was a really interesting chat. And before I close this interview, I would love for you to give any wrapping thoughts that you have, any two cents for our viewers,
1: Oh, okay. Um, I think, okay, I just wanted to mostly talk about this year. A lot of people yeah. are putting in predictions on, you know, what's going to happen this year? What's going to be yeah. the big thing, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, one of the most common things I've seen is uh, a lot of uh, regulations and stuff that are going to be put in place. 100% yeah, agree so. that Absolutely. it's going to happen. It's going to happen regardless. So, this year, regulation, a lot of regulation we be put in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Second thing people keep going on about is, oh, stay away from the whole NFT bundle, the yeah. NFT thing, and switch it to something like digital collectibles or something like that, which is nothing to do with NFTs because of the whole scammers and everything like that. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, like, the fact that we're using the whole NFT thing, like, for example, when vinyl was made, right? Before mm-hmm. vinyl was made, they used to call them 45s. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying, right? <laughs> like, we don't we don't sit there and call vinyls 45s now. We call them vinyls. Yeah. So it's the same with you know the whole NFT. And NFT NFTs, will be called yeah. a digital collectible, for example, or digital That's ownership, it. or something yeah. along those sort of lines. Mm-hmm. Um that, that'll be like the second thing I would say. And then the third thing, and I'll say the last final thing, is there's this whole battle going on right now with the mm-hmm. whole centralization decentralization.
0: Yeah.
1: Now ftx thing obviously that's caused mm. a lot of, issues a lot of
0: damage the to the industry
1: yeah um we all know that there's no big new news there mm-hmm. um but do the question is which one's gonna win right is it gonna be decentralization it's gonna be centralization
0: yeah i think
1: i think it will always be a mixture of both Absolutely. and what i mean by that is the community right is a centralized point okay mm-hmm. But the decentralization is the actual asset itself. Absolutely. So, right. so I don't think, impa- this is just my personal opinion. You can mm-hmm. completely disagree with me. But mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a hybrid of both. I think it's going to be both. It makes
0: a lot of sense. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't think it's either going to be one side or the other. A lot of people don't like centralization right now because of everything that's happened with FTX, which I can yeah. be. Not, and that's why mm-hmm. I was like centralization, decentralize. Like I push yeah. Um, I don't think anything's ever going to be decentralized because what will happen is when they're doing decentralization stuff there'll be scammers and that who will just absolutely on the decentralization side and then they'll be like oh centralization again (laughs) now
0: yeah we want some governance that's all
1: I I think I think those three things regulations um you know digital collectibles and
0: decentralization Um, versus centralization.
1: And these and I think it's just it's just gonna be a hybrid of both.
0: Yeah, it is always gonna be a mix of both. I agree with that. Superb episode with you, Russell, today and we hope to create many more such episodes with you.